Here's a riddle. Who has a Brazilian father, an Austrian mother, and embodies the Make Art Not Content mindset more than any other creative online right now? Today we are reading from the Book of Influence. You are listening to Make Art Not Content, brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at makeart.content.com. Okay, so Gabby. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Today I figured we'd play a little game. Mm. I'm going to bring up a mystery school concept that I see creative struggle with. Mm-hmm. And you tell me how you've handled it on your creative journey so far. Yeah, this sounds fun. Cool. Sounds like an exercise. We'll make it like the actor's <laughs> studio. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay. Great idea. Um, so in the book of Transformation, I talk about how artists should strive to become creativity machines. Mm-hmm. And that quantity is what gives you quality. What do you think? I will say I absolutely agree with quantity makes quality, absolutely. I think people are so afraid of making mistakes or wasting time. But if I look back on the past, like there's so much stuff that I've forgotten that I made or I ended up throwing away or giving away and I didn't like or little things here and there. And But all of them turned into something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Even the stuff that I swear was just like a total, total mistake. It's like something from that, you know, and also yeah, the lesson yeah. in that. It's like people are trying to achieve greatness, but then they're afraid of the volume of work that it takes to get there. 100%. So I'm curious, in your daily life, are you trying to be balanced? Are you okay living in the extremes? I do think that my most creative, abundant energy is when I'm all the way in one direction. And I always say artists are meant to magnify things for other people. Yes. And you said that too. You said artists are meant to like go all the way in that direction yeah. so everyone else doesn't have to, you know? Totally. And I believe in that <laughs> so hard. I think balance is important in lifestyle, but when it comes to creating, you're so, it's not, you know, it's like you go into this manic state a little bit. <laughs> And that's something that I've always had to kind of almost like apologize for, even with like people around Mm me, (laughs) even though it's so giving, right? It gives you everything. But people are afraid of that going all in shit. That's funny. Yeah, they immediately want to oppose you with warnings of burnout. How do you deal with that? I'm grateful for when a sense of burnout comes because I know that I either just had a really epic like era or I'm about to have one. (laughs) Because if there's anything I've learned, it's like the plateau follows the mountain and the mountain follows a plateau every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. The only thing that will keep you on the plateau is dwelling on the plateau. Beautiful. Do you know what I mean? It's being like, oh, I'm here. What now? Right? Instead of being like, oh, sick. It's flat. I'm going to chill for a second. <laughs> Take stock of my blessings. Celebrate a little bit. And the next mountain's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And I like what you said. Like, in those plateaus, a different type of work could come out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even just, yeah. Even like a little whisper, you know? Yeah. Every energy level comes with a reward. Hmm. I think loving the process is the number one thing that's important. You have to love the process. Because that's like... 95% of it, you know? Yeah. You think everything is when you're feeling full of pride and you show what you made, mm-hmm. right? That feels the biggest because it has the most light on it, right? It has the most energy around it. But the process is like your whole f-ing life, you know? You have to be like in love with it. So when I say perfectionism, what does that make you think? Perfectionism. 
Yeah. I think scarcity f***ing mindset. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's a scarcity mindset to think that you have so little time that it has to be perfect, you know? Hmm. I have so little time, I, I have to make the best thing ever immediately. You know what I mean? I do. It's like, stop being so scarce. You have all the time in the world to make mistakes <laughs> and make beautiful things. Yep. You, have all, you have all the time, right? I love that. So another weird little practice that I believe in is getting into the habit of talking to strangers. Yes. I mean, I can't think of a better way to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Oh, yeah. I always talk to strangers. That's always been a thing for me, always. Okay, why? <laughs> I just want to hear from everyone and I want to hear from people in person because, for example, I used to take Ubers a lot when I was living in LA and I I always made this promise to myself. I was like, if an Uber driver ever acts like they want to talk, I'm going to fully talk to them. Yeah. And I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Nice. And I would always leave with like some new info or like a new perspective or even just a funny experience. Yep. And I also feel like it helped my conversation skills of like learning to ask questions. Um, I just want the real world. I think the internet makes us feel like we can know everything and know every opinion, and it's just not true. All of the popular opinions online will be debunked in three days if you talk to some strangers. You know what I mean? <laughs> the world is yeah. so nuanced. People are so complex. There is no monolith out there. And when you talk to everyone, you get that experience. And it's so tangible that you just can't forget it, you know? <laughs> And I'm addicted to perspective. Gabby, I just put up a post the other day, and in the caption, I write, My life changed overnight the moment I started seeing my Uber drivers as messengers oh of truth my God. instead of just my ride. <laughs> One thousand, yes, yes. That is crazy. Because that's specific. That's really specific. Right? You feel me, though? I fucking feel you. It's, you know, and you saying your life changed overnight. Overnight. I agree. I, somehow, I'll never forget this guy I had. He was this Ethiopian guy. Guy. He was had only been in LA for like three years, mm -hmm. and we were talking about God. <laughs> and he's driving, and I was like, "What does God mean to you?" Like that's my favorite question because everyone has a different interpretation. And he's like, "And we're at a stoplight," and he's like, "I'm stopping the car," and he was like. When I stop the car, I feel God. And he was like, and now we're starting the car again, and I feel God. <laughs> and I was like, I would have never heard that. So I would have never heard that if That's I didn't talk to you. That's such an epic, epic story. <laughs> you know? So one of the things I harp about is if you're gonna make art, you need to have a message. Mm. And when I experience your work online, all I feel is message. Mm. Am I wrong about that? I really appreciate that. I have to say what's so funny about that is my issue for a while was all I had was a message and a feeling and I didn't know what to do with it and I actually remember um, doing a ritual on my birthday in 2019. It was my birthday, it was a full moon and it was Friday the 13th wow. and I was like I'm going to take advantage of this Sick. and my whole prayer was on the fact that I had this strong feeling and I just didn't know what to really do. Right? And I feel, you know, I have this video I think you're gonna love if you haven't seen it yet. It's, uh, it's about the why, the how, and the what. Mm. And it talks about how the why is where we connect to people's like emotions. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And what you do simply serves as the proof of what you believe. And that's the message, right? Yep. The what is the product itself. Oh, I made a painting, right? Mm -hmm. The how is, well, I put, you know, 
acrylics on a board and I you know I learned how to make this form but the why is like why did you do it what does it mean to you and I do believe that there is when I talk about the invisible I think that's one of those things we don't really we can't really define why it feels so good to feel someone's message it's just connection it's just understanding and out of those three things the how the what and the why it's the most elusive and invisible right yet it's the most powerful you know so what's your message i think my message there's many but i think it all comes down to a lot of what we experience is invisible we can't see it it's illogical and it's full of feeling and that is where our attention should lay you know like there's so much beauty there there's so much dimension to life there's so much meaning and we all have a unique interpretation of those invisible things, you know? But even your name, Sai Swoon, feels like a message to me. Yeah, that's another one. That's definitely another one. I think I have multiple ones, yeah. That's a huge one. What does it mean? Sai Swoon was a street art thing. I was like 19 years old, coming to peace with that shape-shifting energy. Like, oh, sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. I think I was going through a breakup that was very back and forth. And sigh, swoon, sigh to me was like, sometimes you're sighing and sometimes you're swooning in life. You know, sometimes you're sighing through the day, you're sighing through your day job, you're sighing through a bad relationship. But the swoon is always there, right? It's always there. And it's going to come back around and it's a cycle. I love that you noticed that because that was kind of, I didn't even really understand that that was kind of one of the first shape-shifting themes you know something i always say is like theses don't stop in college you know what i mean like (laughs) people are like oh i worked on my thesis and then i graduated and i never went to college but i always have a thesis right i always have something i'm obsessed with whether that means that i'm actually sitting down creating something with my hands or i'm just thinking about it or i'm researching it or i'm like trying to find it in all my surroundings like i have you know it's like always have a thesis that you like a life thesis that's a big thing for me this too. is so crazy to me <laughs> no seriously what the f- you are honestly my f-ing twin i know i felt that when i listened to you dude <laughs> i was like i can't believe this i was like it was great <laughs> you like have all the same philosophies about all this <laughs> that's so trippy okay join gabby and i in part two where we discuss social media haters, shape-shifting, and how to manifest money.